<laughs> yeah, but the horse's nuts shrink in the cold, mate. I haven't seen it. I've looked at the nuts for... <laughs> That's why he's got 80 hours. There's other dudes, isn't there? Fuck it, (laughs) (laughs) I got like, you know, 10 hours of actual gameplay and 70 hours of horse nut (laughs) research. Yeah, clip Um, that, Jordan. I'll have that one. That's that's, uh, going to be our (laughs) intro for the week. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined by Adam Ryan. Hello. Jordan Garcia, on camera Hello. for the first time, too. Yeah, yes, I'm, they're not going to see it, but they can hear me on camera. We can see it, and that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, all the way from WA, Holly Buckley. Hello. And a very... Very special guest from Tasmania, Mr. Shoutouts himself, Dylan Blight from Explosion Network. That is not true. <laughs> Look, all that- right. Before Zach spreads lies, I'll I'll clear this up for you. It every other week it usually is welcome to the nah, fucked it. Yep, that's what I was expecting. He, he nah, literally, la- last week, he messed up before even completing the word welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I just got, we just got lucky, all right? Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just got lucky. <laughs> no, cheers, no, it was, uh, it's good to have you here and, you know, I'm glad I made the decision to reach out and uh, ask you to be on. <laughs> but uh, how are you? It's been a while since we've all seen you. I think this might be the first time, Adam, have you been on with Dylan before? Ooh, I'm not sure. I think so. I don't think on a podcast, no. Don't think so. It's an honor. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first uh, first time we talked was playing, um, fuck was that game called? Uh, Hood. Zach's wet (laughs) dream. Yeah, Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hood. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a time. Yeah, yeah. That's a good time. No, we're doing good. I'll give the same update that Adam usually gives every week. Uh, Tazzy, COVID. Not really a thing. There's one case. We all get scared. That's all right. I'm double vaxxed now. Good to go. You know? So you're literally invincible. Literally. Yeah. I nearly actually, I nearly passed out. I basically got on the verge of fainting when I got my second one, but that was fine. Good times. And that was before the needle went in. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting there playing Pokemon Go. Next second, my vision just starts disappearing. I'm like, oh, oh boy. (laughs) Well, that might have just been the Pokemon, so. (laughs) Could have been. He's bloody sand attack on me. Got him. Well, yeah, it's uh, good to have you on. Holly, how are you? It's been a while um, since you've uh, joined us. It is, yeah. I've been very good. Thanks for having me back Excellent. on. <laughs> That's all right. Always, always welcome. How about you, Mr. Garcia, with the sock? <laughs> the sock with a pop filter? Yeah, uh, me and my sock are doing well, all right. What about you, Mr. Jackson? Is that the um? Did did that come off your foot by any chance? Straight onto the onto the mic or? Yeah, yeah. So I tried to use it on my foot and the mic at once, but it was a bit uncomfortable. So I was just like, I'll, I'll cop the L and I'll just leave it on the mic. 
Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm okay. I've left uh, Vodafone on red, so uh, I haven't, oh. I haven't. Uh, I'm, isn't given their them whole stick being red? Yeah, it is. But uh, I've got to make a decision. I need someone help. Adam, you've had the phone. Actually, by the way, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing well, mate. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying the the warmer weather that Australia is now getting. Well, the you know, large parts of Australia are... It was pretty hot today, eh? It, it was, yeah. We, it we was pretty good, yeah. Everyone else that's not from Tassie that is here will be what was it, 16? It was over 20 degrees, Zach. It, it was a heat wave, mate. It was unbelievable. I had so my thongs up. on. I had my bodies. Nah, I was at work, but... I had no, the, the window nice. open, you know? Cracked a window. Yeah, Mate, cracked a window. <laughs> you be careful with that. That's I, I didn't even know the windows opened in Tassie. <laughs> Most of them don't. Do you have to unwind them backwards or? Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. That's how it goes here. Everything is backwards. Thought so. Yeah, um, I, I always thought to open a window, you'd have to like actually take it out of its frame. You usually just smash them. You just you wrap, yeah, your, yeah. wrap your hand with something and just the, punch the, Yeah, it. the glass industry in Tasmania is massive. Oh, huge. It's unbelievable. <laughs> So I got two things for you. It was hot here in Victoria here. Yep. So I actually went out and I bought a child's pool for the magpies. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> was it a clamshell? Yes. Yeah, excellent. So they oh, haven't... I expect photos for the of them having a bathe. So there's three babies at, at the moment and they are One of them is fucking uh... relentless. They do not shut up when they uh, are getting fed. So we've got six mouths to feed at, at the moment in terms of uh, bird mouths. So yesterday they were sunbathing again. And some of you have seen the sunbathing like pictures and they're just, well, they look like they're dead. But so we're like, and we have a bird bath in, in the backyard. So and they go, they love it. They absolutely go off their tits in this bird bath, like flapping around, having a good old time. So we thought we'll go out and buy a big, a big pool for them to, really go wild in but they haven't used it yet so i'm a bit upset they've been on they've been on the side of it and they've looked into it but they're not uh not sure what's going on yet but uh, oh, so i'll keep very, you updated very, they're tentative they are they are so we we threw mints or meat that we would you use we threw like a little, little bit into the water i don't gross. know why i heard that as mints as in like peppermint no, I yeah, well, like we, mint, yeah, you just, you <laughs> just threw <laughs> a bunch of mint, mint. Yeah. I think like that's going to entice <laughs> Had to garnish it, you know what I mean so, um, <laughs> But yeah, so I'll give you I'll give you some updates on that next week If uh, they've if they've made, made the plunge Second thing, Adam, you've had the Pixel 6 Pro for roughly a week now I have, mate, yes Tell me, um, should I pull the trigger? Uh, I think you'll be disappointed that you haven't pulled the trigger already. The phone is exceptional. Well, now, remember, we had this conversation that I did pull the trigger. Well, okay. All right. All right. Pull the trigger again, or at least reply to Vodafone <laughs> at the at the bare minimum. But yeah, going from Pixel 2 to Pixel 6, obviously, it's a big jump anyway. But the phone is fantastic, and you should get aboard. You should You've got put, the black one? I do, yes. I have the... Oh. The sexy, the sexy black one, and it's so. A, is a is time. the back gloss? Because it from the from what I've seen, the back is fugly as. Nah, see, it's a contentious thing because people, a lot of people think it's ugly. I think it's I think it's quite nice, but I mean, I also whacked not, a case straight on it. So, so not the case, but the actual. Yeah, see, it's glossy, isn't it? 
It is classy, uh, shit, yeah. That shit house. Um, You're going to whack real. a case on it, mate. Who cares? Yeah, I've already bought a case, mate. It's sitting there waiting. <laughs> uh, imagine, <laughs> well, imagine using a case on your phone. I've been caseless for years, mate. Nah, I can't. I, You've got to protect it. And it's got a whopping big uh, camera bar on the back yeah. of it. So you've you got to you got it or drop something. It? Nah, it, well, like, it protrudes out of the back of the phone. Like you, you can't forget put that it... I have an iPhone. I'm used to protruding cameras. <laughs> <laughs> the second nah. question. Yeah. How you do it going with the size? Because that's I've never held something that big in my hand before. Six point seven inches. He, he can take a big one. <laughs> I am used to inches in the hand. Um, nah, it is it is a whopper, but it's worth it. Like watching is it watching videos on it. Like the display is gorgeous. So it. Yeah, I think it's it's worth the the little bit of extra effort that you have to go for the double grip. Can you use it one handed because uh, KV's got one as well, and I've been talking to him. Yep. I've been like every day. I I haven't made my mind up yet. Tell me, tell me what I should do. And he goes, "Oh, it's massive. It's huge. Do you do you even need it?" Yeah, but he wasn't and, talking like, about the phone. A new phone, you know. <laughs> but uh, I got six point one. I think I feel like yep. that's a good size for my little hands. Six point seven, man. That's. That's a big fire. It's a big Take horse. The plunge. So you, you think you don't think you'll be no. able to handle it at, at first, no. but you're warm to it, and then it becomes comfortable after a little while. Plus, the mm. phone's pretty big. Well, no, uh, it's we'll worth see. It. It's worth it, man. Get a get a board. Join the Pixel. Did you get any any perks when you uh, went with Telstra? They uh... yeah. yeah, they actually got in the phone. <laughs> 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 nah, fair play. Uh, now it didn't come with like the the earbud things or anything, right. but it was I think three hundred dollars cheaper than pretty much uh, anywhere else. That yeah, I think they were two hundred bucks cheaper at Telstra. Um, yeah, so that was that was worth it in my eyes because I I have plenty of other headphones and shit laying around, so I didn't need another thing cluttering up my my drawers. So Fair. just saving some money, I think, was the way to go. Nice, nice. All right, well let's uh, let's get stuck into it, and uh, I'll give you an update. And where the phone situation's at next week. If you don't get, if you haven't brought it by next week, fuck's sake. <laughs> well, well, I've already agreed to it. But it's just I'm waiting on delivery, so they could literally just go, "Hey, your phone's been delivered." And I'll be like, "Ah, oh, sweet." But unlikely. No. See, but that won't be like a thrilling conclusion to the story. That'll no. be very anticlimactic. Plus, yeah. I'm just so. Like, I, I want to hear how how you scaled. You know, just with your bare bare hands up the blue mountains or whatever and to go to Vodafone headquarters because for some reason they're up there um, and you know <laughs> you've got to battle through all their waves of guards just to get your phone I don't know why this is a choice don't you want a phone that you can put apps on I can't what do you, what do you mean <laughs> I can't put apps on this what? yeah well like five apps on that phone <laughs> this, this one still apps this has um, big android yeah? Well, well that's crazy because the Pixel 6 is small, Android. <laughs> it's got Firefox, mate. Back off. <laughs> hey, don't I you think, go ragging on I Firefox. I think Dylan's, Dylan's talking about the newer phones, the newer Huawei's that don't have Android. That, no, I would not be buying one of those. Um, but Can yeah. you even anyway. buy those? Weren't they banned? No, they're not banned. No, that's <laughs> fake news, bro. Fake news. Don't you, don't you do my... Boys I, already, I already knew this. You already told me off of this. I'm just saying it to pull your fucking. Wait, Huawei's banned here. This podcast is 
a good time. So let's get straight into it and talk about what we've been playing. Holly, you can kick us off. What have you been playing this past week or and a bit? Uh, so now that I have time off, I've been catching up on my PlayStation game. So I've played Spider-Man Miles Morales, which was very good. And then I've just finished Deathloop, which was also very good. Mm. Nice. So, you, yeah, it's been good. How uh, Have you played Dishonored before? Yes, I have. Did you like it more than Dishonored or less? Uh, I... Bit of different because I quite like the sneaking, more sneakiness in Dishonored and stuff. Mm. But now it's I quite the playing over and over again got a bit. You know, you have to listen to the same voice lines over and over again, which mm. you know I could probably memorize them off by heart now. Um, yeah, it got a bit repetitive, but it was good to see how you learn new things as the game went on. That like nice. I was actually achieving something. <laughs> it was Did good. you find it difficult? Um, in, like in in terms of finding the right um, how to align up all the um, visionaries? Uh, initially when I started, yeah, because obviously you don't know who to go for first and stuff, but then you kind of just, just like I said, it was just doing the same thing over and over again until you got it yeah. all lined up. Just, yeah, nice. Yeah, it was good. Cool. Uh, that's, that's all, pr- pretty much? Um, yeah, pretty much. Nice. What do you, you what do you think of the Miles Morales? Did you say Miles Morales or yes, normal the Miles first Spider Man? Yeah. What do you think of the ending? Without spoilers. Yeah, it was. Everyone was saying that the story was quite good. I thought it was obviously a bit like cliche and stuff a little bit. Take that. I'd expect me to say. Yeah. That. <laughs> like, oh no, the bad oh, spoilers. Like oh, you know, it's been out for a while. Like the bad guy's your best friend. Oh no. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. It's been done before. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> bit behind, but okay. <laughs> nah, it's okay. Yeah, I'm not going to play it. Um, yeah, it's just... Yeah, it was good, though. It was a nice, fresh take on Spider-Man instead of just Peter Parker. But it was good. Yeah, nice. Very cool. Mm. Oh, who to go next, Dylan? You want me to save the stuff I know we're talking about later, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we'll save the, the juicy stuff for, uh, for later. Um, <laughs> other than juicy cupcakes. Oh, I love that game. Um, wait, is that an actual game? No, it's a, it's a dev. They made There's something called... Okay, isn't there, isn't there a game called... No, Cupcake Brawl... No, Cupcake Battles. There's something called Cupcakes. Um, I've been playing uh, Mario Party, whatever it's called. That's uh, whatever the one that just came out. I can't remember the name. Oh, yeah. Super Mario Party, Mario Party, whatever. Yeah, stuff. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I've been playing a little bit of that um, since I got my code on launch day, so I'm not like in a big rush to to like get there. But I've been playing on my lunch break at work or whatever because I can whip out the the old OLED and enjoy it on on that and whatever. So shout out to OLED. Just wanted to throw that out. (laughs) Um, But it's pretty good. Like I like these games. I don't even mind playing by myself. Just sit there because I can. I can kind of like doodle on my phone and do stuff with others while watching all the AI have their turns and whatever else. And it looks pretty good. I remember, like, I w- went into a water mini game the other day. I was like, "Oh, the water physics and whatever else look quite good in this for a Mario Party game." But I mean, I feel like most people would know if they are going to enjoy a Mario Party game or not. I know a lot of people say they're super boring these days and they're just not exciting enough. I guess in the scheme of video games, but I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm keen to jump in to the online because I haven't actually tried the online stuff out yet. 
I've heard it can be a bit of a mess. I think mm. you can join them up no. with randoms. A Nintendo game, a mess <laughs> online? No. Yeah, shock horror, I know, right? I think, yeah, I think um, KV was saying that he couldn't find a game or something. I, uh, I don't really, I don't recall exactly what he said, but that might have been because... Was that pre- after release or pre... Uh, yeah. Pre-release, yeah. Yeah, so maybe it's, uh, well, I'm going to hope that it's better. Um, I'm still, and ever since I got the OLED, I've been playing a lot of Tetris Effect 99, which I'm still doing, like, a lot of nights. Uh, what a um, time. Yeah, so, like, I, I dived off it after, like, the sort of hype when it first released, but then I was, when I was setting up the OLED and like, oh, what game should I download? And I put that back on it. And now I can't just sit there and I sit there and I get like, you know, you get top, top 20. You're like, motherfucker. Like, all right, one more game, one more game, one more game. <laughs> and doing all this. And then I was like, I was, I was actually sitting around the other day. I was like, oh, fuck, is there a Tetris on the phone you can get? And I went and installed Tetris on my phone. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm in like a Tetris fit at the moment or whatever. But yeah, the one I got on my phone, it's not that great. I mean, touchscreen for Tetris just isn't. You know, you, you, you swipe and you tap to like rotate the box and you have to swipe down to like quick drop it and you can swipe up to um, hold a block or whatever. Like it works, but without the a D-pad, it's not really uh, the best way to play a Tetris game. Um, I think that's all I've been playing other than, yeah, stuff mm. of the, we'll talk about nice. later. Nice. We're going to say uh, columns are still superior to Tetris, so take that. That's that's a very you thing. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that I've never even heard of Column speaks volumes. How I don't dare even know you? what the mm. fuck that is. Are you serious? Oh my yes, lord. Don't, no, no, no. Okay, let's not play Co- Columns that. is All actually you guys are wrong because it's, you it's a, Columns. It's the wish.com <laughs> version of Pillars. Didn't you guys know something stupid like that? <laughs> it's a it's a Sega Mega Drive game. Of course How it fucking you? is. Jesus oh. Christ. I you think you know a bunch of people. Mm. <laughs> we know you. I think why, why are you expected me to know a Mega Drive game when you know my age? Is That's on you, man. <laughs> Double burn. Hmm. Get gone. All right. Jordan, what have you been playing then? On your uh, new shiny consoles, n- not the Mega not, Drive. Not Columns or whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> I played Ooh. normal games. Uh, I played some Sea of Thieves because uh, I, I got... A new hard drive that, so uh, you know, I'm not running on 300 gigs of storage anymore. Um, and uh, I've been playing some more randomized Pokemon because that's always a good time. Getting absolutely destroyed by like a a, what, a 10 year old kid that somehow has every god Pokemon in existence. Uh, and then, yeah, something that we'll talk about later. That's nice. about it. Adam. What have you been playing? I know you've been playing something that we can probably talk about a bit later. I, which I, just I bet realized. you Adam's been playing Columns, the smash hit. <laughs> Both. We've been playing that online together. Actually, can you do that? <laughs> oh, don't. Don't look into it. I don't want to get dragged it. into playing Columns. It, but, <laughs> so, I never played on the Genesis, but it was in that Sega Genesis, whatever the collection that was on PS3. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was in that. Just to... You, just, did you turn it on, play it, and go, oh, yeah, this is knockoff Tetris, and then move on to something else? I think I turned it on, played it for the trophy I needed to get the platinum, and then... <laughs> Even better. Life. Yeah. It yeah. was an obligation. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach, as you look up columns, I've pretty well exclusively played the game that I'm reviewing at the moment. So if we want to talk about that a little okay, bit Okay, so confirmed he's reviewing columns. Uh... Yep, I'm doing a Blast from the Past review. <laughs> You got nothing in tabletop review. corner this week? Come on. I actually, I haven't had time to to get the 
the band of folks together to play anything tabletop this week. Um, Can you believe he's never invited me to his house to play tabletop? I'm such a jerk. I know. I'm the absolute mm. worst. But Holly's no, disgusted. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, uh, I've put some time aside this week, and we're gonna we're gonna get into it. I think we're gonna play Lost Ruins of Arnak again, uh, and hopefully play the game that is behind me, which is Mask of the Red Death, because I've had that for a while now. And I'm, I'm glad that you named it because there are like five games behind you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Makes it a little bit tricky. But yeah, hopefully we're going to play some this week. But yeah, other than the game I've been reviewing, not much on the, the old gaming agenda this week. Nice. Well, I can't tell you anything that I've been playing. So there's that. Any tabletop That's... games from you, Zach? I know the answer to this. Any milk reviews from you, Zach? No milk reviews this week. Um, oh, you missed out, guys. Mm, I've got nothing for you. Dylan's you know, on the Dylan, podcast and you can't... Dylan even... actually told me the sole reason he was here was to witness a, a milk review. Live, yeah. yeah. I've heard it. I just want to see those lips get right around <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's an experience, mate. I can promise you. But the best part is, is because he wants to ensure that the mic picks it up for the recording, his, his head actually goes out of frame. So you wouldn't even see it. Well, he has to go out of frame or else it's not PG anymore. You know, you can't actually see the action. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's a family Look, show. Come on. Yeah. Look, uh, next time you're on, I'll, I'll make sure that there's a, there's a milk tasting. Of sorts. Go. He's going to find the most vile flavor. Oh, speaking of, nothing to do with with vile flavors, but I had a milkshake today, Blue Heaven, and it was the shittest no, milkshake. That, that's, that's a perfect segue. I've <laughs> ever had. Just literally was just like topping and milk. And I was like, how dare you trash people? And yeah, no Look, good. I'm, I might not like Blue Heaven, but I wouldn't wish that upon anyone, mate. So I'm sorry you went through that. That's a rough time. I saw it six dollars on on the menu, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm not. I'm not feeling this place." Anna commits. She commits to a to a strawberry milkshake, and I was like, "Oh no, you've ordered. We can't back out now." So, so you're blaming uh, Anna? Okay, not nah, fair play. Uh, you know, I'll uh, I'll <laughs> I'll clip that for you. So uh, you know, no, you it can, can be used as ammunition. No, you can repeat that just everywhere, just in between all segments of the uh, podcast. Just, yeah. Yeah. just, just. What if I just put it on repeat for an hour and a half? Perfect. It would probably get a bit boring, but um, at least the point would get across. across. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam. Uh, Going to talk about Riders Republic. Yes, that's all I've been playing, and I've been having a wonderful old messy time with it. Uh, so, for those not aware, it's more or less the follow-up to Steep, but instead of just winter sports they're throwing the kitchen sink at you with extreme sports so you've got mountain biking you've got skiing snowboarding there's wingsuiting uh you can strap a jetpack to your back and shoot across the the open world it's it's kind of a, a bit of everything and they give you this gigantic open world with a whole bunch of different biomes and kind of just say okay off you pop get in amongst a whole bunch of races and and trick events uh, and for the vast majority of it, it works really well. The game I've, I've said to, to everyone who's asked me is just fun. Like it is a hell of a good time. It's not perfect, but the fun factor is definitely there, especially once you have 
uh, a few friends playing and you're all linked up and in the same race. Like it's just, it's chaos in, in the best way. Um, and the controls are the controls and kind of sense of speed are the, the, the two biggest selling points. So the controls are nice and easy. You just hold, uh, R2 or your, your trigger to, to go. You use the analog sticks to steer and tricks are tied to either the face buttons or the right stick. That's, that's pretty much it. That's your, your bread and butter. It's pretty okay, easy to, to jump again, into. Obviously, getting the feel for each of the different fuck. skills takes a little bit of time, but you anyway, can jump cool. into it and not feel completely lost. What's that? Uh, and then you can develop your skills over time uh, and kind of maybe actually. get yeah, used no, to things and get better good and, go and, and, and try out the, the bigger and meaner events. But I think the, the biggest selling point for me is the sense, the sense of speed uh, that the game somehow makes you feel all right like, uh three because you can play in either one. third person or first person and when you're in first person bombing down a hill on a mountain bike you get the, the a similar sort of adrenaline rush as you would if you're actually doing it um obviously i don't go down like 90 degree angle mountains at all but it's it gives you the same kind of feeling as it does in real life i've i've done plenty of mountain biking and it it does kind of get you you're blood pumping in the same way. Uh, the, the game definitely isn't perfect. It's got kind of that skater, surfer, dude, bro vibe to it. And the, all of the voice lines and the, the characters in it, not that they're, they're vital at all. They're very throwaway and they're just there to kind of introduce different segments to you, but fuck, they're irritating. Um, and there's, there's just a lot. So to actually get into the game, it takes like 45 minutes to an hour to get through the tutorial, which um, Zach and I have talked about when he did the preview and that kind of just continues on. Like once you've done the tutorial, you're into the world, you're constantly interrupted by new things getting introduced to you and like different systems and not currencies, but like different ways that you can spend points. And there's just, they bombard you with shit that kind of drags away from you having fun, which is unfortunate, but it, it, it doesn't, it's not a deal breaker, but at the end of the day, it's a whole bunch of extreme sports controls are tight. It's fucking excellent. I'm having a great time with it. So yeah, I've only played the preview. I haven't actually uh, jumped into the final game yet, but what was your favorite of the, of the sports? The mountain bikes, hands down. I think they, they feel the most, not that I've done a whole bunch of skiing or snowboarding, but they... I think they feel the most authentic and they kind of give you the the best rush. And I think their events are just the, the, the best all round as well. Cause you, you do have certain trick events, but most of them are just like downhill races. And I find those to be the, the funnest overall, at least. Please tell me that you at least tried the game in first person. I play the game predominantly in first person, which will My man. will tickle your pickle. It might not be in a car, but I am partaking in a sport in first person. But no, it it gets you a little bit closer in and it makes you feel like you're going a lot faster. Yeah. So it kind of gives you a bit more of a rush. So yeah, yeah. first person it is for me. In the trick events, okay. not so much because it has to go between first and third person, yeah. which it does really well, but you're, you're better off just being in third person for those. Yeah, I I found that when I was doing the yeah the biking ones or even any of them really just yeah going that downhill in first person just felt so much quicker than yeah than uh, in third person. 
Uh, Dylan, you were going to say? I was gonna, um, what's the, like, progression system? Because every time I've ever seen it and read about it, it's like, there's stuff to do, but I'm like, okay, but what, like, how does it actually drive you to, like, try different events and do uh, stuff? So what happens like, is a Ubisoft executive points a gun to your head in real life yeah, and yeah. do the things. Because <laughs> yeah. every time they show the game off, they're like, the social hub, and you can do this and do this and do that. I'm like... Okay, but what if I just want to, like, is there, like, a main path of, like, core uh, events or? Yeah, so they they lead you towards bigger events, like the, they're mainly the, the Red, like, Red Bull Rampage is is a famous mountain biking event where they, they set up a whole a shitload of jumps down this ridiculous, uh, like, cliff face. Uh, and you can actually do that in the game, which is awesome. So anyone who's a fan of these extreme sports, a lot of boxes will be ticked, but yeah, it kind of drips feed drip feeds you those larger events. And to get to them, you have to collect stars by uh, complete competing in events, doing obviously doing well in those events, but then there are extra challenges in each event, like uh, grab a certain amount of balloons that are throughout the race or do X amount of tricks or do a certain trick at a certain point. So there are little incentives here and there to get, better at the game and do certain kind of wackier crazier things but as far as trying to get you to partake in all of the events it doesn't it doesn't hold your hand too much so if you do prefer one discipline over the other you can do that more obviously you'll eventually kind of run out of stars to collect and you'll you'll be forced to to do a little bit more in other disciplines but i think where it might not incentivize you to do everything, I almost think that's, I don't think that's a detriment because there are so many things to do and you'll definitely gravitate more towards one thing than the other. I think it's it's more of a positive that it kind of lets you do what you want to do rather than kind of forcing your hand to, to do everything, even if you, you might not be super into it. So one of the things feel weaker than other because that's usually the case with these things yes it's the weirdly enough the like the the jet pack that you can just kind of blast around the map but that's offset by the fact that that's predominantly used less in their own races but more in because you can do mass races which are multi-discipline like 64 people all going down and, yeah, and I think that was the reveal once. trailer, like yeah. when they revealed it. Yeah, yeah, which is it's it's fucking chaos. It's like Fall Guys, and everyone's on a bike, which will either sound great to you or like an anxiety attack. And <laughs> it kind of porque no las dos. It, yeah, it's a, it is it is a little bit of a little bit of both. Um, but they're mainly tied to that. So like at the end of the event, there'll be like a the last few kilometers are using the the jetpack, or you can because in the open world you can switch between any of the disciplines on the fly. You can just kind of use that to get around, which I appreciate because like the the environments are huge and you don't want to. Because the worst part about mountain biking, as anyone who's done it will know, is you have to go uphill to do the fun downhill, and the uphill's not much fun because you just get gassed and your your legs get tired. Obviously, you don't get tired, but it's less fun going uphill. So you can just jump in a jetpack shoot your way to the top and then go straight downhill on a snowboard. So it's more used for traversal, but that's definitely less fun because I think there's just less skill involved. One of the, um, and Dylan, you've played Hot Wheels. Well, you've both played Hot Wheels Unleashed. 
I found that the if you made a mistake or something, then that punishment was uh, was quite severe. Here, I feel like if you miss a checkpoint, like it, it's quite good, um, and especially in those mass races where everybody's, you know, fucking up or you know missing checkpoints, you kind of don't fall behind too much. Um, do, would you agree with that? That you that you found it's quite generous in a way, well, not generous. Yeah, I word, but for the most part, there are some races, particularly because you can unlock. Um, what are they called? They're just kind of like the, the crazier side of the, the vehicles or the, um, the sports, like there's a bike that has a jet engine strapped to it. So you go like 350 kilometers an hour and there are races that you use those for that are in kind of these wide open areas. And while it sounds like a good time, the, the checkpoints aren't very clear. And if you miss one of those going at 350 kilometers an hour, you are fucking gone. And like, you either have to try to reset yourself or pop the the world's fastest Yui and go back to the checkpoint. And that can be a little bit rough. And if someone pulls out in that sort of race, then that that's kind of it. Um, but for the most part, like just the general races. Yeah. If you miss a checkpoint or you fuck up and you, uh, you total yourself and you have to get back on your bike, it's, it's not too punishing. And I, I think that's definitely a good thing. Cause I can see, especially people starting out, if you're in like, like you said, in a mass race and you're coming 60th, 63rd, every race, then it gets, it gets, it'd get a bit old. Mm. The other, there's another style of race or mode, sorry, not a race. Uh, the one where you got to, it's almost like capture the flag, but it's like capture the point where you got to do skills on certain parts of a map. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I only played one one of those in my in my preview. How are they when you play more more They're... of them? Because they're, they're pretty fun, but they even by the end of like the five minutes or whatever it was that that we that we played in the preview, they were kind of getting a bit old. I think that's the the main thing. Is they're fun, but I think they'd be funner if they were about half the the time. I think if it was just kind of a, a quick fire event that you just jumped into, played really quick, and then you were done with, it would it would have more impact. But yeah, it they they do get a little bit stale towards the end, and when you run out of different tricks to do, like there are like there's a decent amount of tricks, but if you're not smashing down a hill and you don't have like the the fear of God in you to not screw up. It just doesn't have quite the same impact. So yeah, they, they get a little bit old as the, as the match wears on. Um, but no, I've, I've still enjoyed them. And I think luckily actually executing the tricks is easy enough where you can still hold your own in those sort of events. Cause you can have auto landing. So you'll always land on your wheels or on your board. Uh, and then there's manual. So once you, a little bit more accustomed to how the tricks work, then you can turn that off and it's kind of all in your hands. So those kind of races and events are good for teaching you the basics as well. Nice. Cool. So uh, you probably haven't got your thoughts finalized, but what uh, what's the ballpark score we're looking at or what's your thoughts so, so far? It's, uh, it's looking around the the maybe seven and a half to eight region. The game is rough as shit. I should mention as well. Um, like there's technical issues out the wazoo. Um, no. but that, Ubisoft game. 
Yeah, I know. And in a giant <laughs> open world, like it's kind of, it's to be expected. That doesn't mean, you know, that they get a free pass, but I'm having too much fun to care. And it has kind of that, that weird feel to it where the technical issues and, you know, your character getting bounced around and traveling 10 kilometers in the space of a second. Cause you just get flung by a random piece of the, uh, a random piece of just like rock or something. It, it's f- kind of entertaining. Like it's not, it's not irritating. And especially if you're playing with other people and your character model just gets piffed off the side of a mountain, it's, it's funny. So it doesn't, it's not a, it's not a detriment, at least at this point, I'm sure it gets old. And when you're getting competitive with it or you're going for a certain time, then it would piss you off. But on, you know, this early in, in the game's life, I'm still having a, a, a fun time laughing at the, laughing at the rough edges. Nice. All right. Uh, anybody else here keen to check out Riders Republic? I am. I'm actually pretty awesome. keen. Uh, but the one thing I did notice watching it, though, is the, the UI is such a Forza Horizon ripoff. Yeah, it's it feels it feels like steep and Forza Horizon mashed together, and like the the festival element of it is awesome and it does make sense. But yeah, it definitely definitely takes inspiration in in quotations from from the Forza Horizon series for sure. Well, speaking of Forza Horizon, let's talk about the fifth game. Uh, Jordan and Dylan, you've both been playing it for, uh, well, Jordan for us, Dylan for Explosion Network. No, actually, we're swapping our reviews around. He's writing for World Play, <laughs> <the> Explosion Network. <laughs> Do it. Um, yeah, so tell us tell us all about it. Uh, you know, Cargo Vroom, Mexico Beautiful, done. <laughs> I mean, to a degree. That's <laughs> the truth. <laughs> I'm sorry. But no, uh, so I'm actually a big... Uh, I'm not a big racing fan uh but for some reason the forza horizon games have always just uh always just draw me in i think it's just because they're so like free and it's almost like a middle ground between arcade and sim it's just it it's really fun but uh yes i was really excited to play uh forza horizon 5 especially given that it's some nice uh latin american representation without the mexico filter um so, yeah. Uh, but the first thing I did do when I launched the game, though, and I'm about to send something through, is that I have this tradition in the Forza games to remake an Aussie Post fan. But, you know, given that the country that the game is set in speaks Spanish, I uh, I remade it, but I remade it in Spanish. <laughs> so there's, uh, there's your Spanish Australia Post fan. <laughs> oh, wow. I love that. That's <laughs> and, you know, racing stripes to make it go faster. So... Uh, that's excellent. That's that's actually really good. So when you <laughs> sent me this, I didn't actually open the image. Like I saw it, um, but I didn't open it larger. And I actually thought it was just like you photoshopped in like an actual van. So that's, no, no, no. That's I a- made that in the game. <laughs> so like that's actually um, a, a paint job that when the game releases, people can download it and chuck on the Ford Transit. And I will be. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, so you know the game. Weirdly enough, I wasn't expecting this, but the game sort of exists as like a direct sequel to Forza Horizon 4. Now, the, the, the Horizon games have never really cared much about having a story, but for some reason, 5 does with some of its 
um, references to the previous game. Your character, canonically speaking, is the same character from Forza Horizon 4, even though you can make him look entirely different. And they um, speak now. Some reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> is it Troy Baker? No. No, it's actually oh. Northern North. Uh, <laughs> but, is it really? No. No, oh. it's not. Shit. <laughs> oh. uh, but... Yeah, so I really wasn't expecting there to be a, like a, 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 I guess an improvement on the writing because there are some like little storylines in the game that actually have like some form of characterization and stuff, which I just, you know, took me by surprise. And uh, yeah, the the actual world design of Mexico in the Forza Horizon Five because the Horizon games have never been one hundred percent accurate to. You know, the landscapes of their setting. Um, it's really good. It's got a nice mix between, you know, your more street race-like uh, flat areas as well as your more mountainous and hilly regions. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun to, to drive around the map. Um, you know, been playing since Forza Horizon 3. I'm still absolute dog shit at the game, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that's neither here nor there. Um but yeah, so functionally speaking, it's not too different from Forza Horizon 4. The only real difference is there's a bit more of a clear-cut end to the game because your goal is very much to complete the expansion of the Horizon Festival within Mexico. Um, and uh, the game lets you go about that in a freer sense than 4 did because in 4, to expand certain facets of the festival you had to do very different styles of races. You had to do like your, your dirt races and your street races and stuff like that. Um, Forza Horizon 5 just goes, do activities and then you can unlock everything. So uh, your progress feels a little less stilted that way. It kind of just feels a little more natural. Um, but yeah, there's not too much to go on. You know, the game still handles the same, but... It looks, I don't know how they did it, but it looks substantially better than 4. And 4 already looked really good. So, I'm very, color me impressed. And the, the game still runs like a peach on my uh, my dusty old, like what, 4-year-old PC now. So, I was impressed to see that. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, like, that, like when that picture, that looks like a real picture. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that's no filtering. That's just raw from the game, no... No editing or anything. I just took the picture. How's so, the Porsches in it? The Porsches, oh, they're great, mate. They all have the exact same stats. Um, all that changes is the color of the car and the driver. Uh, you know, just the way we like it as Porsche <laughs> Challenge fans. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful. But yeah, uh, no, it's still a really, really fun game. Uh, I, I would argue it's probably the best looking Microsoft game. Uh and you know, I, I would even say look better than Halo Infinite when that releases. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm very impressed. The only thing I did notice, there were a couple bugs. Um, I had one where one of the tents for the plantations uh, was just, you know, floating about a meter in the air. Uh, don't know what was up with that. Uh, uh, another one was when you're previewing a car, there's an option to like, blow it up as in not not make it explode that'd be cooler um it's just to like open all the panels and everything uh on one of the cars that i had it just 
I don't know what happened, just the outlines opened up, so it was almost like it was a ghost car. Uh, and because the game looks substantially better, they've tuned down the rendering a bit, so if you look closely, you can actually see um, a solid line in the road as you're driving uh, for the, the level of detail render distance. But aside from that, it's, you know, it's Forza Horizon, it's, you know, really good. Nice. Dylan, what, uh, what have, what's been your thoughts on it so far? Uh, yeah, like echo similar thoughts, I guess. Uh, it's, it's more horizon, oh, horizon, Forza Horizon, I should clarify, uh, Forza Horizon 4, but better. Like it's not, it doesn't feel like as big as a jump, I guess, between three and four with what you're doing. It just is like built upon, and maybe that's why it does go this whole, we're doing it as a sequel because yeah, the game starts you're coming in as a character and unlike the other ones where it's like, oh, you got to like build up your reputation or whatever. It's like, you're the star, you're the hot hero. Everyone's talking about you as being the best there is. Like, haven't you heard of this person? Yeah, get hyped. And um, that's sort of the get-go. And so you're trying to help everyone else. Um, you're using your star power to, to build up the Horizon Festival because you're such a hot shit um, from, from the start of the game, which is cool. Uh, but the, so all the races, like all your typical rally, dirt races, drifting, uh, speed traps, all that sort of stuff is just more of the same, except for in a much bigger map in a much prettier world. Um, and that's all really cool. The, the big change that I really liked is all the story, quote unquote, missions or whatever, like the, the tasks you're doing for people, because the ones in Forza 4 were pretty, Meh, like especially because the character you'd be doing these things for like i think there was one in the last one you do these like test drives for someone you had to like race specific cars and do them really fast and meet a specific time and they'd be sitting in the seat next to you and not be doing commentary or whatever but it was just obviously very one-sided and if i had to try a couple times to get the three stars i just kind of grew tired tired of it and a lot of the 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 challenges just felt like, well, they're just races, but with someone in the car with you. Whereas in this one, you'll, you'll do a whole thing where someone's like, Oh, I was trying to like find this thing in the jungle and I crashed my plane and I need you to like take me there and they'll lead you there. And, um, you can have optional objectives when you're there to earn extra horizon points or whatever they're called to, to build up your reputation. Um, and you can choose to do those or not and find like, stuff that they've left around in this area and then um you can then go to a, an objective marker where you can continue it and then i'll sort of have a big cool thing like the last one i did was this thunderstorm started up or whatever and it was like hitting the ground and you're sort of racing out of there while this thunderstorm's all hitting and going off so it was a lot more cinematic and none of those are sort of repeating themselves so these are like mini ones to be paired with the 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 big things that everyone liked from the last game where you're racing a plane or you're um outrunning i don't know like a, a mass like the game opens with those big events where you're jumping between all the cars and whatever you still have those those big events but you got a lot of these smaller ones now which is really cool um yeah i'm glad to hear there's an actual finish because i haven't i haven't cleared up the all of the little forta things now because i made sure to do one of each first so i could unlock all of the the forza tents or whatever stadium so i could have the fast travel points so now i just kind of got to loop back and oh, you, do you the rest and i of did them. it very different <laughs> <laughs> you, you did all one by one yeah yeah because like, i'm too cheap to fast travel because it's like ah, oh, save the credits for like a car or some upgrades you know it's a waste oh. um, 
Hang on, hang on, hang on. There's you need credits for fast traveling. Uh, yeah, it's not. Yes, much. you you get like what? Even at the beginning of the game, you get average like twenty k credits per race, and it's like at most nine and a half k for fast travel. Yeah. So it. It costs money, but if you find there's 50, I think, fast travel, fast uh, travel like boards? signs yeah. or whatever. Yeah. If you find all those, you get free fast travel or one of the houses, which costs like $2 million. I think if you buy that one, then you just get free fast travel. But this no, is how it worked in the not last. It's free, um, but you can fast travel anywhere. Okay. Oh, yeah. To any road, you still have to pay. Yeah. But any, any each of the boards you find brings the price down yeah. of. Um, the fast travel cost. So I think yeah. I'm at like 500 credits on my fast travel now. Like I'm not using it for cheap things, but if I'm like on one side of the map and I click on something and it's a 25k drive, I'm like I'm just paying the 9k to fast travel. And I can't be bothered. Especially what, what, is, what is also worth noting is the soundtrack is an absolute banger. Mm. The, the radio stations are so good. I was surprised to hear uh, Bring Me the Horizon is a part of it. Okay, was not expecting that. I mean, it gets ruined by Foo Fighters, but you know, whatever. Oof. I'd say it's their best, their best one, and I think the original music's really good too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I was honestly so surprised to not just hear generic, stereotypical samba music on the radio because there are so many developers that will just throw stereotypes in in Mexico as a setting. So it was refreshing to not just be like, "Hey, some people misunderstands." Uh, you know, Latin culture, that's uh, what a surprise. And then yeah, I so guess, uh, I was going to say, yeah. other than the piñatas thing, I haven't come across anything else that feels very like, it's set in Mexico. Like, there's you can do that multiplayer thing where you got to, like, race to not to hit piñatas or whatever. Like, that's a bit yeah, yeah. on the nose or whatever. But other than that, I'm like, it feels pretty... Like, especially you're, you're exploring temples at some point yep. and they're, they're talking about the history of that place. So it yeah. also feels like sort of educational, which is yeah, cool. It, it's, like, it's really awesome. And it's just, it's nice to see uh, a game represent Mexico that isn't just desert. Because uh, like the, the city that you can go to, it's absolutely gorgeous. Like there are colorful buildings all over the place and like all the roads like intertwine and like some going to tunnels underneath bridges and stuff like that. It's... It's all just, it's, it's really, it's made with care, is the easiest way to describe it. So, um, I actually forgot the question I was going to ask now. My apologies. I have a very quick one. Being that you come into this festival as like the, the hotshot that destroyed the Forza Horizon 4 festival and, you know, took home all the gold. How is it that they then shoehorn you into a Ford Escort for the start of the game? Like, is there a, are you, you're so good that you can, you can win a, win a race with, with anything. Here's a, here's a, here's a focus. Go and race against Lamborghinis. Like, I think, there's, does- an a- I think there's an asterisk on that because I think what the version we both would have got is the premium one or whatever. And I actually think that gives us better cars from the it start. Does. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. So, you guys got a leg up. I see how Yeah. yeah. Right. Right, okay. So, in saying that, the first uh, wheel spin I got instantly gave me a legendary Ferrari. So, I was like, oh, I guess I'm using this for the most of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, righto then. So, so you didn't so slum it at all. I understand. Nah, that, I nah, 
See, look, it's just it's respecting me because I'm a part of the Latinx community. <laughs> <laughs> the the question I had was just on the mechanics. So I don't I can't remember the last time I played a Forza Horizon game, but is it more arcadey or more simulation? It's like a middle ground. So right. it's uh it's not super simmy to the point where it's like oh. You know, my fucking gearbox fell out of my car. Let me go pick that up and put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's nothing like that, but um, it's also not super arcadey where you're like, oh, I'm going to do loop-de-loops in like at like 5 million kilometers a second. Like, it, it's, a, it's a bit of both. Um, it also depends on the activities you do because some are super arcadey. Like, I'm going to freaking go 400Ks off the edge of this mountain to try and do like a you know, a 750-meter jump in the air or something like that. Um, or uh, there'll be, you know, your more grounded ones that you're like, oh, you know, I'm just going to do, like, a simple street race or a road race. So it's uh, it's kind of got a bit of everything for everyone. So if you want your more, like, arcade or even, like, rally or dirt-focused racing, it has that. Or you can do your more, a little more believable, uh, like, street and road racing. Yeah, I'd say it's like it's open for you to sort of take it as yeah. simmy as, as you want because you can you can literally get there in there and fine tune the yeah, exact yeah. gear points and all that sort of stuff. But you can also go online and download people's blueprints for their cars to how they've tuned it, and then if you don't understand it, you can you can get an easy way out. But I mean, even like when you're actually driving, you can't bounce off walls. But that's why the Horizon series has the built-in rewind feature. So you've always sort of yeah. got the the safety net of I fucked up the corner, I hit the wall. Well, I'll just rewind time. It's fine. Yeah. But you still got to get the corner right. Yeah. But just you get a one, second. One go. thing that I think the Forza Horizon series does really well is it never makes anyone feel bad for playing on easier difficulties. It just makes you feel better for playing on harder difficulties. It never goes, hey, you know, you're going to lose stuff by doing this. It goes, hey, you're going to gain stuff by doing this instead. But it always makes sure that you can play as comfortably as you want. And uh, if, if the game notices that you're succeeding really well, it'll actually recommend, you know, you bump it up a little bit. You know, you change this and that. Um, and back to the whole sim thing as well. So you can actually, in some of the settings, like when you crash into other vehicles and stuff, you can set it to either just be cosmetic damage only or it actually like damages your um your your drive bay and stuff like that so that's uh, cool yeah so it's it's very it's a very flexible game awesome yeah i'm, I'm keen to uh check it out when it comes to game pass which will be this friday when this drops i think is that correct yeah, uh be. does the premium ver- is the premium version yeah premium whatever version is game pass is it okay cool. Yeah, so the fifth. Oh, okay. So the fifth, yeah, the fifth is. Yes, okay. And then the ninth is the game. Yep. Okay. Ninth is, yeah, standard, yeah. Okay. It's one of those. Microsoft awesome. pre order things. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, uh, Jordan, do you, have you landed on a score at all? I was thinking of like a 9 or a 9.5, and then Foo Fighters came on the radio, so I'm going to put it at a 1. <laughs> Rough. What a plummet. Um, so we're thinking around like an 8? Uh, pro- probably like an 8.5 or a 9. It's one real downside is it doesn't change a whole lot. So if you went in wanting a little more fresh of an experience, you're not really going to get it. 
Um, but it's still a very good game. So yeah, eight point five or nine. Nice. And uh, Dylan, you want to share any thoughts you've got on what you might be? I think I'm gonna. At? I'm going to reread my review for the last one because I gave it like a 9 or a 9.5 or something. Like, I really, really loved it. But that was a lot because that was super fresh. So, I feel like this is like as good as, but it's just not as new. So, it might be just around the same or like an 8.5 or 8.5 to 9 probably, yeah. Cool. Nice. All right. Uh, let's... Uh, let's um move on actually no sorry before we do move on uh we'll quickly give a couple of shout outs we've had a couple of, re of reviews go up one's just gone up um just now from uh james which is uh conway disappearance at dahlia view which is the new white paper games uh game i don't know if anyone's heard of this or knows about this i have just now yep uh, I'll read you James's uh, final thoughts here. So Conway Disappearance at Dahlia View feels like a paperback mystery novel you might find at the back of the bookstore. It's not exactly a hidden gem, but it does contain the occasional glint of something special. Perfunctionary uh, writing drags down the tension and a limited range of puzzles and, and interactivity struggles to pull it all back together. Worse though, Conway's British, brutish ways filled me with unease from the first snap of the camera rather than filling me with the joy of a good detective story. I just felt like an intruder. We gave it a 5.5 out of 10. Can you so, give James a good game to review? Or, like, can you just... You're really making him hey, hard over there since he's begun writing for you. It's just... Mate, he, uh, he <laughs> did it. It. The other thing he did was a, was a preview for Weird West. Yeah, like that, yeah. He did, he, he did like, like that. That game was really cool. So you can go check out the preview on the website there. Um, there hasn't really been many, many games out um, that he, since he's come on. So, mate, you, you gotta, you gotta earn those big, those big ticket items <laughs> over here at World Play. We're going to hand them out, brother. Uh, also, Mark Isaacson reviewed uh, Moonglow Bay, um, which apparently has been getting really good reviews. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know like what it was. Uh, but he, he asked uh, if anybody was reviewing it, and I was like, I've never even heard of it. So uh, he did that. So his, his final thoughts here are, Moon, Moon, Moon Glow Bay is an absolute delight. If casual experiences with a colourful cast of characters and mechanics that don't annoy are something you're looking for, I can recommend this, this fishing, I can't recommend this fishing venture en enough. Visit for the emotional beats that will have you on the edge of, uh, tears and stay for the pure joy of discovery and quiet relaxation fishing has never been my thing until now nine out of ten uh you said that you liked it yeah i didn't uh i gave it a seven so i liked it but not as much as him but yeah it's basically a it's a voxel art so it's got this really nice um world to explore where you are sort of helping rebuild this fishing town by going out, collecting fish, come back, you do these little cooking mini games and then you sell what you cook to then sort of help get money to rebuild the town and upgrade your ship. And you um, also are trying to solve the mystery of these almost um, ancient creatures that are dwelling in the ocean that are keeping everyone away from fishing still. And there's a mystery there. So it's pretty cool. So, so it's like, it's like fishing Moonlighter. Yep. As in, like, you, you fish instead of you do the dungeon crawling aspect. That's really cool. I like that. It's, um, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it doesn't have quite as much as a shop aspect because you have a, like, a, um, 
little what do you buy cans out of what the fuck are those things called vending <laughs> uh, yeah so basically the, the stuff you put your food into is like vending machines you can buy to put around town so it's not quite as exciting as having a, a little bustling like shop you're selling stuff out of but yeah sure that's still cool cool um and there's also uh harrison did a review for subway midnight uh, which he gave a score of loading the web page, scrolling down, and well, that's an option. Damn. Okay, Forza Horizon Five gets a loading the web page, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, BKV uh, made a slight detour back on well played and reviewed Mario's Party Superstars and gave it a seven point five as well. You can check all those out on the website. All right. Uh, let's talk jorts. Let's talk. Let's make in our denims tight this month. Holly, you've been quiet for a long time. Do you have any <laughs> questions on Forza or Fighters um, Republic or anything? No? I, I don't know much about like the Forza series. So then, what's the difference between like because there's the normal Forza games and then there's the Horizon games, isn't it? Uh, so okay. then what's so the difference? Forza Motorsport is more yeah. like your traditional racing uh, simulation style racing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forza Horizon is supposed to be the more arcadey style of oh, game, yeah. which is why it's an in between. That's good. I said um, Moon Globe Bay is on Game Pass, and I saw that and looked yes. really cute. So I might try that after hearing your guys' reviews. But yeah, it's. Quite good. Riders Republic, I had a go of the beta. Very chaotic because I kept jumping into the mass races because I thought it'd be funny, which it was. I guess, it, like, even though you're racing against hundreds of people, well, not hundreds, it's like 60 odd people, I was still doing all right considering I'm not very good at them. Nice. But yeah, I can last. Yeah. That checks out. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, like, grouping up with people I know and testing our skills. Nice. Uh, did you get a copy of the game? Uh, not yet. No. Nice. Um, well, I should, so one, one, one more quick thing, because uh, you just reminded me with Game Pass, but uh, an Australian game, uh, Unpacking, launches launched today, question mark? It's yeah. yeah, it came out this afternoon, like five or six-ish Sorry, or okay. something. Yeah, yeah it came out the, the, this afternoon, but reviews dropped earlier today um in the in the early ams dylan did you you didn't review this did you i did oh you did okay cool yeah i wasn't sure so do you want to give us a quick wrap up of that because i know that bianca did it for us so that's the other shout out i meant to give i had it listed here but i missed it um you give us your thoughts and then i'll i'll tell uh so this is a must play it does something that I've ne- like it's a game you play and you go wow I've never played anything like this before even though from the outset it may look like it's sort of going oh let's take the idea of Tetris and turn it into a game we're unpacking boxes and then most people would rightfully so look at that and go why would I want to play a game about unpacking boxes that's horrible I hate doing that in real life but the exciting element of this game is basically the narrative that's hidden amongst the items that you're pulling out because you'll start the game and you have no idea who you're playing as So each level, there's eight levels and they're kind of spread apart from, I think, 1997 or something. So like when they're a kid up until uh, like mid 2000s or something. Um, And each time, so you'll start the game, you get an idea of like the stuffed toys and like a, a Game Boy and these sorts of things. And you'll get to see them carry that through multiple houses and uh, stuff as they're moving. But you'll also get to, through the items, pick stuff up and be like, 
oh, they've suddenly got into like, I don't know, like collecting Blu-rays here um, or um, video games that they were into. And it's got really good pixel art where you can make out the box art on stuff. So if you want to sit there anally like me and go, what is this? What is this supposed to be? Like without actually having the copyright to have it there, but you can sort of tell what everything is. Um, you can also tell the romances or and the ups and downs of relationships that the character's going through by pulling out items. And, um, and I can't spoil, but there's a couple moments where the game like really hits you with a heavy emotional beat by having you pull out something from a box and then going, well, where you're supposed to put that in this location, it doesn't really work now. Or the, the item will tell you something about what the character's uh, gone through in the, the several years between the last move and this move. So um, I got, I, it's weird to say if you haven't played it, but I got teary by the end of it. And this is solely a game where you're pulling items out of boxes. So yeah, I, I think it's really, really unique. I think it's something everyone should play. I think it's one of the best Australian games that's come out, period. And uh, yeah, that's why I gave it a 10 out of 10. That's a big call when Hollow Knight yeah. exists. That's Everyone should huge. play it. Good shit. I'm installing yeah, uh, it right now. Yeah, I saw it <laughs> at, uh, at PAX, whenever it was, PAX 2019, I think, uh, when it was part of the PAX Indie Showcase. And, yeah, it looked it looked really cool. I don't know if we played it then. Yeah, but, um, yeah, no, it definitely looked cool. And it won Game of the Year, and that's that's the one that I was like, how can this game win game of the year when it's not even out? But I guess the judges knew what I didn't. Um, I remember. So at that PAX, they didn't have any of the narrative stuff tied into it. So you was just sort of like, here's the the idea of the game. You're pulling it out, these items out, and you got to fit them into location. So it was like, oh, yeah, cool. I, I sort of get it. But, yeah, the, the real hook to push it over is this, the narrative that woven in amongst the gameplay. So you can kind of see where that must have come into they designed the game itself and then have fit this narrative amongst everything else after the fact yeah you both you and uh, kv over at press start uh, gave it a 10 so uh, bianca reviewed it for us her reviews on the website now uh, her final thoughts are unpacking is now one of my go-to games that i want to relax and unwind it provides clever storytelling through its simple mechanics and its cozy uh, and its cozy style makes it a game to be enjoyed by all ages. Unpacking is a is perfect for those looking for a title to kick back and unwind with in their downtime, drawing you into a cozy escape that will leave you wanting more. Uh, we gave it a nine out of ten. So it's been getting some big uh, big scores. So congrats to to Witchbeam Games. All right, let's. Um, Let's talk jorts. Finally. Holly, you want to kick us off with what you're looking forward to this month? I'm looking forward to uh, the trilogy of GTA. Because I was a bit young and probably shouldn't have been playing it when it originally came out. And so I'll probably be better to play it with a more, slightly more mature mindset. I'll make it worse. Yeah, it's gonna be worse. Um, it's a prop night because I like these kind of games. I, know, I think it's December, really, for us Australians. Bit of yeah. So mi- that yeah. So that <laughs> one's a weird one because the actual release date is November thirty. So technically, it is November, but because Steam doesn't unlock here until a day later, mm. you yeah. But you yeah, know, we'll com- we'll let it count. Yeah, it looks like a nice combination of. 
Dead by Daylight and like the prop hunt kind of games. And I was Did abs- you play the beta? I no, I didn't. I missed it, which was very unfortunate. Yeah. I'm hoping to jump into it when it comes out. Because I was Dead by Daylight absolutely terrified me when I first started. I was so like these kind of suspension games, like when someone's hunting you, just makes my heart race. But then hiding as a prop as well is funny. So I don't know how the horror and the funniness of hiding as a prop is going to combine, but it should be good. Um, Icarus, a New Zealand game. Looks very interesting. It's had a few beta weekends. I like these new survival kind of games like The Forest and all these, like, you know, Raft. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that might tie into it. Are you going to um, check out... Uh, a game called Lens Island. I will. I saw you guys post about it, so I might check it out in a bit. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. if you if you're interested in Icarus, you, mm. yeah, that might that might be um, yeah, that might be something you might enjoy as well. Yeah, I shall have a look at it. Nice, awesome. All right, uh, Adam, what are you uh, keen for this month? Forza Horizon Five is first cab off the rank. Keen to like Jordan be shit at it but enjoyed at the same time uh racing games yeah not usually my my go-to but something about the Forza Horizon series just tickles me it's it's a good old time uh much to Jordan's delight the Star Wars collections both are coming out this month um I actually picked up one of them today because the the physical editions come out a little bit sooner so the uh the Jedi Knight collection with uh, those two games in it I'll be playing probably tomorrow because it's a, a good bit of nostalgia and plus those games I think hold up really well they're fucking excellent RPGs and I'm keen Star to Trek game. fucking <laughs> Jordan so much uh, but the main course this month has to be Battlefield 2042 I've been looking forward to it as soon as they dropped the first trailer that huge like open large-scale warfare is what the series is known for and this looks to be like the the biggest and most ridiculous yet and the portal aspect of it bringing back old maps and letting people tinker around with things sounds like it'll be a good time and i'm keen to see what the community does with it both for better and worse um so yeah that's that's my my main squeeze this month and i'd be crazy not to mention that i'm not a little bit tempted to jump back into Skyrim for the six millionth time for its for its anniversary Why? release. <laughs> Why? There's new content. There's, there's new content. You can fish now. I know. Ooh. There's fishing. Fish. The fishing looks... <laughs> there's over 20 different kinds of fish that... Fuck! I'm getting wrapped up in it again. <laughs> I knew this would happen. I knew it. Go down to the okay. fucking... Adam. Valley, mate. So I play, on a, I play on a platform that already has access to all those mods and I'm still keen. I just didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> it just it never lets go of you does it it really it it grabs hold and it never lets go and there's a good chance that i might just dip my toes back in i'm not saying i'm going to be playing it for another you know 100 odd hours but maybe i'll just create a character and wander around for a bit you know don't you shake your head at me you too i see you, <laughs> you disgust me i know i disgust myself but yeah it could happen we'll see how it goes I'm going to jump in before, uh, as I know some people might still 
couple of games here I'm I'm keen for. But uh, first one is Bright Memory Infinite, which comes out in uh, ten days on PC. I'm a little bit disappointed that it's not launching uh, on both Xbox and PC at the same time. But what can you do? You know. Uh, but that that looks. I think uh, Dylan, did you say pre pre matchy that you were keen on that? I can't remember. No, you didn't. Sorry, no. No, I was keen on it announced, and then I did the oh, yes, yes. bright memory Sorry. at launch, and I didn't like yeah. that. So yeah, right, okay. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I didn't rate it that highly. I thought it was a bit, bit, bit of a mess, but I felt like that was a good, a good little tease. Um, so hopefully this delivers on that, on that tease. Uh, the other game that I spoke about a couple of weeks ago was um, the Last Stand Aftermath, which is by a, a Melbourne studio called Con Artist Games. Uh, the apocalypse survival isometric type one that comes out on the 16th or the 17th. I can't remember. It might be one or two, of, uh, which day there it is for because of Steam. Uh, but probably the main game this month I'm keen for is Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1. So uh, anybody else excited for this? I, I know that everyone probably is. So I, I just wanted to jump in. And... Have you played any other ones, Dylan, at all? Only I've only ever like played like maybe an hour of one of them. So what I said, I was keen for this. That's the important part, right? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, no, true. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Did you play the Sinking City? You did, didn't you? No, no. Okay. Well, don't also, worry. Neither has Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's one one of his pledges, eh? Or was okay. Cool. Ah, uh, yeah. So Battlefield twenty forty two as well. And also Lens Island, uh, which comes at the end of the month in early access. And the other game is the um, the console release for Beyond a Still Sky. Uh, does anybody know what that is? Yeah, it's I'm going to take a guess and game? say it's a game from the guys that did Broken Sword. <laughs> Would I be right <laughs> to say very, that? That's a very good guess. What a specific um, guess that is. <laughs> Um, that is correct. So yeah, this is the game that's got the the artwork is done by Dave Gibbons, who was the artist for uh, the Watchmen comic um, and a bunch of other stuff. So yeah, um, it's out on PC already, which I've dabbled in, but I'm going to talk more about that um, at a more appropriate time. Um, but yeah, no, I'm keen to check that out on on uh, PlayStation because I actually have been waiting to play it properly. I haven't really um, checked it out. So yeah, cool. Jordan, what are you? Uh, what are you keen for? Uh, oof, what are I keen for? Uh, look, just the whole the list. Sky? Of, <laughs> just the whole list on this uh, on this doc is me. Uh, no, so naturally, I mean, I, I, I technically can I have a guess. Can I have a guess. Can I have a guess. Yeah, go. It's twenty third. No, that's it's it's out earlier for you nerds, isn't it? If you pre order it, it's out earlier than twenty fourth. Final Fantasy fourteen end Endwalker expansion. Yeah, that's a very nerds. very good guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: I haven't pre ordered it, so. Oh, you have to wait. Well, no, I'll just pre order it the day before. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Bright Memory Infinite's a good cop. I, uh, you know, I was one of those cool kids that actually had the game before Microsoft acquired any of it. So, uh, you know. Uh, you know those you Star liked Trek it before games. it was cool. Exactly. Fucking so you had to ruin <laughs> it. Here I was. <laughs> yeah, those Star Trek games look pretty good. Uh, I don't think Microsoft have acquired it though. I think they're just. Well, before it went to console or whatever, you know. Right. Before people knew about it, I, I was already but on it. Before the peasants knew about it. Yeah, yeah. pretty <laughs> much. You know, there's no your place. But um, yeah. Uh, Endwalker is a big one, but 
Honestly, I think the biggest one for me is Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl because I just, I love me some Pokemon, you know, and Gen 4 is always a good time. Uh, Icarus, you know, looks really good. Uh, by Adam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of all over the place. Oh, and uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Uh, but that's uh, that's a whole different beast. I need to set aside a lot of time for that. All right. Uh, r- remind me after the potty to to tell you something about that. After the potty, uh, tell me something about that. Okay, hey, it's my boy Totodile. Let's fucking go. <laughs> What a good boy. Sprinted yeah. out of his room to find that. <laughs> well, I only got it today for, for literally everyone that can't see. Um, I bought a tiny little Totodile pin because he's my favorite Pokemon. Uh, and that's on. it. I'll, that's I'll be that's right all back. there is I'll, to that I'll let you, I'll let, I'm going to let you try guess what my favorite line of Pokemon is. Give me a second. Oh, no. I've started something now. I'm so <laughs> sorry, Zach. It's going off the rails. You can see it going. <laughs> all right. So while he's searching in... The black darkness, the spot where <laughs> <it's> really, <yeah. laughs> was he looking for it in the dark? Um, <laughs> Dylan, what uh, what are you keen for this month? Um, I'm keen to do the Call of Duty campaign. Um, I, I mean, like I've been super interested in what's been showing, and obviously there's the whole Activision um, Blizzard fucking shit mess that makes people not really talk about it. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll abort it, but I'm keen for the the campaign. I think there's a lot of interesting writers attached to this one, uh, so that's good. Uh, Forts, obviously, plans, keen. I might jump into Grand Theft Auto solely because I was like, nah, this is going to be shit. They're not going to change anything when they originally teased it, and then they announced that you know they've done the visual overhauls and they're updating the gameplay, so it probably won't play like crap, and it's been updated to five. So I'd like to go back to see if those games are actually as fun as they are in my mind or not uh battlefield obviously 2042 super keen to jump into that and uh, death store maybe because i already played it but it's one of my favorite games of the year so i would i would love to attempt to get the platinum on playstation but i don't know if i'll have the time but maybe i'll just buy it to support that game again um and pokemon i'm keen for as well so nice very cool is um jordan you're back what do you uh, what do you got for us Good choices. Good choices all around. Does um, <laughs> John just threw his headphones off, dark on his bed. Hey. <laughs> With such an action move to grab a plushie. I actually. I landed on my bed and the Xbox controller sitting there. I didn't even realize. I heard, I heard the bring. I was like, what did I do? But I turned the console off. All right, we're good. It's fine. It's it's break, bit, like, what a delayed response, too. Like, you know, Jordan then going into the darkness in there looking for his, and then all of a sudden, Dylan's like, wait. Because I, I, I thought they were in my, I thought they were out of here, but then I remembered. I'm like, oh wait, there's one on my bed. I can. Right. Yeah, no, but you got to see. It's like a chain of events. You got to let these things happen one at a time. <laughs> Holly, um, what do you? Yeah. <laughs> Holly, what do you? Who's your favorite Pokemon? Do you yeah, this is this Pokemon? is where Holly pulls down like a big screen behind her and just has every Pokemon <laughs> on it. <laughs> uh, I I don't know if I have one. I'm sorry. 
Um, that's like I like. You know, I was I was into Pokemon when it first. You know, when there was a hundred. Before it was cool. When you're a kid, yeah. God knows how many. And yeah, and then there's all these new Pokemon that I've never heard of before in my life. So I'm going to go for the obvious and say Pikachu. Nice. Can Jordan remember my favorite Pokemon? Your favorite Pokemon is Hypno. Bingo. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> Why Hypno? I don't know. Just... Did you just did you throw a dart at a dartboard with the first 150 on there and you were just like, fuck it, sure. Okay, I that guy. I, I bet you up. wouldn't actually expect me to remember it so quickly. Uh, I thought you would. I thought you would. Um, no, I think I just got a card of Hypno when I was, you know, when I was a kid and I thought, yeah, I like this dude. This bloke, this is who I'm going to support. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Hypno. Um, all right, let's go to the news. We'll wrap up pretty, pretty quickly because this has been going on for a little bit. Uh, oh, okay, you know, there, there is a little bit of, well, not big news, but let's do a quick quick wrap of what we thought of the state of play. Um, so PlayStation had their uh, October state of play last uh, when Thurs- Thursday, I think, um, and showed off a handful of um, third-party games. It was uh, shit. Is probably the word I was. I'm gonna find. Um, I-, I think they didn't do enough to uh, suppress expectations. Um, I thought there would be a bit more bigger third-party titles not that i felt like there were a lot of smaller indie sort of third-party ones shown off and not enough bigger you know there were, basically there was no evil west so fuck sony <laughs> <laughs> i'm upset but um yeah i mean little, little devil inside looks pretty cool does anyone have have any thoughts on uh the show in general before we quickly whip through this wrap-up you know that what? Dylan has made. The, the most recent game might have been pretty shit, but I'm actually keen for Star Ocean. It, it looks like a... It looks like a pretty good time. They announced Death Stores coming PlayStation, so that was cool. Um, yeah. Little Devil Inside, although the gameplay looks sort of rough, and I just don't think that's coming out until at least mid next year. I'm still keen for that. And the, the trailer wasn't as exciting as the last one because it was obviously meant to show you what you're actually doing, but I like what you're doing. I didn't mind it. That was also a very odd, because um, I, I felt like when they did say, or when they did promote that, you know, this was going to be shown off, I, I felt like they were going to go hard on it a little bit and be like, hey, it's coming out here and blah, blah, blah. But there was nothing. There was, there was no date. Um no and even story the, in my life. And even the even the, the um deep dive was a bit a bit average. But yeah, like it, it looks it looks cool. Uh, Adam, you got any thoughts on the on the show? Only only on Little Devil Inside as well. I agree that not having a date sucks, but I think that could have been offset by showing a good slice of the game rather than just how you travel around the the world. It was just yeah, it was the trailer was fine, but it was just an odd place to show it. But yeah, overall, it was just kind of a nothing, a nothing event. I'm, I'm yeah, not, look. I'm not too phased one way or the other. But yeah, it was just a bit, a bit meh. 
You don't, don't end the like show it. on that. You don't end the show with that trailer. Yeah, the, here's here's little endeavor, little devil inside, and this is what you're going to be doing during the downtime in the game. Like I, it's I, it's <laughs> just a bit bit strange. I, I saw someone on uh, on Twitter who had a very good take. He goes, "That state of play could have been saved if they showed some more death loop." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair, good shout. Um, but yeah, like it just felt like these a lot of these games could have just been you know announced through like a press release or a or a blog post and we haven't mentioned we the are. best trailer in there though. I don't want I forgot for a second, but we are OFK. Yeah, so I'm about to do a, a quick quick whip through what they shown off. Um, so that's second on the list. Yeah, so Dylan uh, did a nice little wrap up over Ash at Explosion Network. Ash did it. Sorry, Ashley. Oh no, I want to steal someone else's work. That's not my thing. Like I do my. Okay, I'll do it. I, I did it. I went over to their <laughs> website and did it. My apologies. <laughs> I didn't even. Um, I didn't see uh, the author there. So shout outs to uh, to Ashley for putting this one. Together, but the first game they shot off was uh, Death Thirst, which is a multiplayer melee survival action game where you fight as a part of a twisted reality show. Uh, it reminds Ashley a bit of the melee-focused Hunters Arena. Fuck, wasn't that game just absolute bum? That Ooh, one yeah, that came it was. PS Plus. Yeah, is that even a thing, or do they just take it off because they're so embarrassed that it was the game? Literally, no fucking idea. I heard about it for the first day that it it went to PS Five, and I've literally not heard one single thing from it going from there. Nice. Uh, second game was We Are OFK, which was the, the game that Dylan just spoke about, which is not new. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard of this game before, but it's a it's a behind-the-music type game about an indie pop band, uh, OFK. The trailer explains uh, the premise of the game and gives us a look at the band members coming to PS5 in 2022. Uh, I shouldn't say that Death Vs is coming to PS5 and PS4 in 2022 as well. Uh, Dylan, you thought this was the... The standout trailer? Sorry. Yeah, so they announced this. I th- It was one of those random indie events around E3 last year. So one of the, the offshoot ones, like not the the big shows. Um, and I remember seeing it there and thinking it was really, really oh, cool. Like, they, the, um, like the Games Radar yeah, future, like, future yeah. game show or what it's called. One of those sorts of ones. Um, and I remember thinking it was really cool because I, I love projects like the Gorillas and stuff, you know, where it's like just commit to the bit and make a band into actual characters and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So they're sort of doing that here where um, then, like, actors are playing the people. They're making a real album. They've already released one of the songs. And then the game is they're playing these characters that, and it's about their story of how they're behind the scenes in this really popular band and how they're making their songs and all this sort of stuff. So um, I'm all aboard it because it's obviously going to have some sort of, like, early teen or late teen, early adulthood sort of, drama and that sort of stuff which i usually get aboard in these sorts of narrative stuff and i've the the original song that they put out i think a year ago was it's a bop i can't remember the name of it but you can find it online um so I'm, yeah i'm i'm aboard this the art style is really vibrant and cool and everything so i'm keen nice uh the next one they showed off was uh, a new update coming to bug snacks which is called uh bug snacks the isle of big snacks uh which basically yeah so there's uh more bug snacks content coming in 2022 uh then we've got another five nights at freddy freddy's sorry five nights at freddy's security beach we've got another breach uh, <laughs> they don't have any beach. security meeting on the beach mate. <laughs> I, I was hoping that no one would notice that but uh, uh cheers jordan uh, for that one uh, no 
So, yeah, another one. Looks bum. Coming to PS4 and PS5 on the December 16, 2021. Does anyone care about this? Five Nights at Freddy's fans probably do. Yeah, like, probably, what, five of them? Yeah, it's bro, not for that, me. Bro, that game is massive. <laughs> no. Never, I've never heard a single person talk about it. You've obviously never heard on YouTube before. I know everybody. <laughs> you know everybody. All right. <laughs> my bad, then. My mistake. Uh, that's right. You are forgiven. Uh, no, it looks... Yeah, not for me. Uh, then, yeah, Death Door's coming to PS5 and PS4 on November 23, 2021. If you... Just quickly, if you pre-order it, you get Titan Souls, which you absolutely should do because Titan Souls is fucking excellent. It's a banger. Uh, Cut Rider Drift was the next game shown off. Coming to PlayStation in 2022. Looks like Cut Racer. It's pretty good. Like I played the beta thing before that because they yep. pitched it as part of Xbox. But it's like if you like kart races, it's got tight kart mechanics and stuff. Love a tight kart mechanic. Um, King of Fighters 15 is coming on. Wait, no, that's sorry. That's the yeah. Okay, sorry. The King of Fighters 15 is coming to PS5 and PS4 on February 17, 2022. But a open beta is happening on ps5 and ps4 on november 20 to november 23 uh anyone can on the king of fighters i feel like i played this before when i was a bit younger not obviously not number 15 but one of them um and that wasn't too bad but i don't really recall tekken's the only fighter for me mate king of fighters is a pretty decent fighting game i don't know if they still do but the the art was hand-drawn back when back when i played it so it always looked really cool, but yeah, I don't know. I'm more of a Mortal Kombat man myself, but I know there's um, a pretty all, decent fan base behind it. All about that Dead or Alive volleyball, mate, for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, that's a good cop. Uh, not, <laughs> not, the, not, not the volleyball, but Dead or Alive is my series of choice. Jan Lee, baby. Shout out to him. Um, the next game shown off was First Class Trouble. Um, this game actually looks kind of cool. Uh, for if this is one I'm rem- remembering, but my memory is not that great. At the it's moment. the one coming to PS Plus. Is that the one? Yeah. Is it, <laughs> well, it's the it's the six player um, deduction game that Ashley's written here, um, and you got to f- figure out what basically what's going on on a cruise ship. Um, yeah, that looks like a bit of fun. Coming in. Oh wait, no, it's coming this month. Fuck it, like it's out now. Yeah, November fourth, I think it's same time as um, the. Oh, PlayStation Plus, Plus games. Game. Yep. Which, Hell yeah. which is out right now, Dylan, by the way. Dylan literally <laughs> just said that. Excellent. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Sorry. My apologies. It's still coming from Tasmania, that that message. <laughs> it does take a while. Is <laughs> it on PS Plus? Sorry, I just got here now as well. <laughs> Holly, sorry, you were saying? Uh, the PS Plus games are out now, actually. Oh, nice. Yep, just hit and download yeah. on it now. Good shout, Holly. Yeah. It's a good game, by the way. Especially with friends. First class? Mm-hmm. Play oh, you've on, played it? I've played it on PC. It's it's fun. Oh, nice. She's a hipster. Awesome. Uh, and then Star Ocean, The Divine Force, coming in 2022. New Star Ocean, cool stuff. And then the, the Little Devil Inside, mini deep dive there. All right, um... Let's pump through this other because most of most it's pretty pretty quick. But there's uh, a new character is coming to Valorant. Uh, that's correct, Holly. Yeah. Yep. Chamber. 
who's a chamber. Yeah, is a sniper. So it should be interesting to see how it adds to the meta. Is he also a ghost warrior? Maybe. See yourself out, mate. <laughs> he, he can. He, he, that's he, that's he can worse than my Star Trek yeah. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a ghost warrior. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hello, <laughs> <You> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. And you also have to follow That's... contracts to unlock him. <laughs> fuck. Love that. Yeah. Holly, I think we're going to need to talk about you encouraging Zach's behavior. Holly yeah. <laughs> is my favorite. She can come back every week. <laughs> um, all right, then other very, very quick news. We'll, yeah, we'll just quote this very, very quickly but a red dead redemption remaster is reportedly in the works uh reported by games radar a french outlet known uh as rockstar magazine is claimed to have information about an unannounced red dead redemption remaster that's currently in development according to the outlet which has had which has a decent track record with rockstar related leaks the release shouldn't be viewed as a remake and will instead be similar to the upcoming grand theft auto trilogy the remaster is thought to be making uh, visual enhancements and slight gameplay changes rather than overhauling the entire experience. So it's coming to uh, consoles and PC. Uh, I've not ever played the first one, so I'd be keen to check this out if this ever did. Um, if this was true. Yeah, you know that's would definitely. If you've never played it before, it's definitely worth a play. I, I think it's an excellent game, and it's it's a little bit easier to digest than the second one so i think you have a pretty good time with it so uh, unlike uh red dead 2 where it takes like 10 hours for the pacing to pick up it's only like two do you know i checked my playtime on that game the other day it's like 80 hours (laughs) wow and you're still the tutorial (laughs) how many times have you restarted it mate tell you what i'll tell you what if they offered to pay to fast travel so i don't have to ride that fucking horse everywhere (laughs) i'd be I'd be all over that. Yeah, but the horse's nuts shrink in the cold, man. I haven't seen it. I've looked at the nuts for... Uh, but then That's I'm why he's got 80 There's hours. There's other news, <laughs> isn't there? Fuck it, <laughs> i got like you know, 10 hours of actual gameplay and 70 hours of horse nut <laughs> research. Yeah, click um, that, Jordan. I'll have that one. That's, that's, uh, that's going to be our <laughs> intro for the week. <laughs> Uh, other news, uh, Resident Evil Village will apparently be getting free DLC, but I thought we already knew that. Maybe we didn't, question mark. But mm. IGN has said that uh, during Capcom's annual report, they made reference to unannounced free DLC. Um, so that's pretty cool because more Village would be a good thing. Did everyone here play Village? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, nice. Should be in discussion when we talk about... Oh, excuse me. Uh goatees i would i would assume yeah it'll be uh, it said for sure speaking of dlc cyberpunk 2077's free dlc updates have all been pushed back into 2022 there are no more updates coming this year um, this was spotted by vgc who showed who yeah i think basically there, there's an image of a roadmap that basically says all all shit's coming next year and there's a major update I can't really see the... I'm trying to see the picture, but it's fucking tiny. Um, Just like Cyberpunk's future. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't, I can't <laughs> read it. But basically, yeah, there's like a timeline of different um, different updates there. Uh, this game is... They should just fucking... Just do the next-gen update and fucking punt it off. Move Send on. her out to pasture. 
Has it? Who hasn't played this game yet? I've played a little bit, but I'm waiting. I'm actually waiting for the PS5 I, patch. So I can no longer say I've had it installed since launch because I lost it when the hard drive died, but <laughs> I've had access to it since launch and I haven't touched it. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't touched Holly, it at all. Did you play it? Uh, briefly, it's at my computer. It's, it's uh, a little bit old to be running it. So uh, it was a bit hard nice. to play. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, <laughs> I actually didn't like what I played. Like I didn't, I didn't mind it. Oh, it comes back like right. devil's yeah. advocate. No, I'm not really, well, I wasn't amazing. Like I wasn't, you know, kissing the ground that it walked on. But no, no. it was, it, it, it was all right. It was no Watchdogs Legion. I'll, I'll give it that. Dylan, <laughs> what did you, did you play Cyberpunk? I have not played any of those games you just mentioned earlier. Mel. Haven't played Watchdogs. I haven't played Watch Dogs, I haven't played Sci-Fi. Get out of here. Leave now. How dare you. Come on this podcast. So Sorry. Then we can play uh, Forza after this. I need to play uh, good games. <laughs> hey, the Watch Dogs is alright. <laughs> uh, Dylan, Adam, sorry. I don't know why I said Dylan. Um, do you want to talk about your mate, Big Amy? I had to I had to think what the fuck that was in reference to. Um, I can't remember how to pronounce her last name, so that's why I, I think it came to all of us at the same time. Like there was a lot of blank faces and then oh big Amy. <laughs> all of us going, what the fuck is he on about? Jesus. Uh yes, so Amy Hennig, uh Hennig. who is who is the the writer and creative lead for the Uncharted one two three i don't think she was on for four but at least the first three games um she that's why four was tw- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> rough uh in 2019 <laughs> she founded with uh with e- an ea executive what's his name julian julian b caesar um she founded skydance new media um obviously in association with skydance uh there are new triple a developer and they've partnered with marvel so a new marvel narrative driven action game is on the way we don't have any other details so we just have to speculate for now but it could be it could be really cool there she's she's very talented and very good at what she does um so i'm keen to see what kind of team she puts together and what kind of game they're gonna make because they were they were working on a star wars game correct a single player one yeah at project ragtag or whatever it was called but that yeah that fell through a little while ago that's that's yeah, so when EA arrival. were like no one plays single player games bro Everyone yeah I th- microtransactions <laughs> yeah and then they made a single player star wars game and it did really well um i mean i was gonna say to put it in perspective today was the 10th anniversary of as of recording like today was the 10th anniversary of uncharted 3 and she has not shipped a game wow since yeah. Didn't she start work on Uncharted 4 though? Wasn't she kicked out or not kicked out but moved on or whatever halfway through she, or something like she, that? She did work on the original um, the original version of the story. Yeah. And then Neil came in with whoever and they rewrote it. Um, Big Bruce. Big, yeah. Big Brucey. It's why if you watch the original trailer of Uncharted 4 it like teases this much different st- story and there are elements out there where you hear about the different version of Sam from Uncharted 4 and they, they changed this like Sam's story to be this much more like redeeming arc for him. Whereas apparently in the original it was more like, nah, he's just a, he's just a dick. Like he's the bad guy. 
Hmm. There you go. Shout out to Sam for redeeming himself. There. Uh, the other quick news is that the final entry in season one of the Dark Pictures anthology uh, titled The Devil in Me has been announced with a pretty creepy trailer. Yeah, what a banging trailer. That that sets the tone pretty well, doesn't it? Like there's banging um, in the trailer? Oh yeah, you better believe it. Whoa. Uh, so, Adam, do you want to quickly talk about this while I try and find something in relation to this game? Yeah, for sure. So the trailer is pretty short and sweet. It's a very deranged dude talking about the, the artistry of murder and saying, think about the best thing you've ever done. Well, guess what? It's shit. It's, uh, you should murder people. That's a whole lot better. Uh, and then it, the, the big reveal of the, the trailer is that the guy talking is just a recording on a cassette tape. And the person that we thought was the man being interrogated is a corpse that's got a bunch of, uh, mechanics moving his arms and and shit. So it's, it's, uh, a little bit disturbing and very, very cool. It, it, it sets, yeah, like I said, it sets the tone very well. So I'm keen to see what this one actually does. So the, yeah, so the email, uh, states, cause I know, I know it did sort of mention, cause the, these games have always had like a, uh, like their stories are based on like myths or, or legends and, or, you know, things like that. But this one here, uh, I'll, I'll just read it from the, from the presser, but a group of documentary filmmakers receive a mysterious invite to a replica of the murder case of H.H. H. Holmes, America's first serial killer. So, be keen to... Um, I, haven't, I, haven't, I have no idea who that is, so I'd be keen to uh, research that a little, little bit, if that's uh, yeah, if that's tied into the to the game. But no, cool. Keen to check this out. They didn't give any dates, did, did they, for this? No, they didn't give much more information other than here's the title and a brief look, but... Yeah, hopefully we'll hear more soon. Was it two years between Little Hope and House of Ashes? No, they're all they've all been a year. Oh, they have. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, hopefully sometime next year. Cool. All right, that's uh, that's 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 news. Uh, do you want to do a quick whip around for off topics? Sure. Anyone got anything for they want to share for off topics? Uh, yes, I realized when I mentioned uh, what games I was playing, I left one out. Uh, I learned that the Cursed Halo mod now works in uh, the Master Chief collection on PC, so I've been playing that, and it's cursed, unsurprisingly. Uh, <laughs> Who could have foreseen this? But it's actually, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> things like the shotgun shoots you back by like five meters and sends things flying and you know, the Banshees flap their arms now instead of just flying normally. Oh, gross. It's... I don't like that at all. <laughs> and there's a version of the plasma rifle which goes, pew, whenever you shoot it. Excellent. It's uh, it's fantastic. Uh, highly recommend anyone that has Master Chief Collection to uh, play Cursed Halo. It's, uh, it's a good time. And uh, and Zach, have you, have you come up with a, uh, a decision on my request about not restarting Horizon. Oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Sweet. <laughs> Unceremonious now. <laughs> Just, uh, you might have to make it up with something else. 
How many hours do you think you have missing from from that? I'd say maybe ten. If you can play a sh- if you can play through the order again. Again. <laughs> we'll call it a deal. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's less than ten hours, though. Apparently, it all circles back to the order every fucking time. It's because it's in the logo, bro. It will bore us. Jesus Christ! <laughs> even <laughs> even my comment, you somehow brought back to the fucking game. Unbelievable! You are unbelievable, man. With that offer, I might uh, just replay Horizon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'll I'll find a game to replace it with, and then I'm gonna use my uh my wild card to swap. Spyro, because I lost progress on that, but I'm actually just using the wild card instead. Swapping that with uh, the Outer Wilds. Cool. Fair nice. shout. Fair nice. shout. Holly, you got any, any uh, off, off topics that you've watched? Um, the Book of Boba Fett trailer came out today. Yes, uh-huh. it did. Yep, nice bit oh. of Star Trek for you. <laughs> Yes. See, Adam, that's how you should feel. <laughs> no, everyone loves um Everyone loves uh, Battlestar Galactica. That's it. Who doesn't love Galaxy Quest? So <laughs> Adam, what's uh what's off what's off, off topics for you? Oh, my night's been ruined, so that's fun. <laughs> Outside of that, uh, it was Halloween between podcasts, uh, and Key and I threw our annual Halloween party, which was a banger. I know, uh, I wasn't there. <laughs> in spirit, mate. Uh, it only took about like an hour and a half or two hours to clean up the next day, so that wasn't too painful. Um, and then we did some late Halloween festivities last night, and we carved pumpkins which I'll, I'll throw a, a photo in our in our chat of my pumpkin but yeah halloween festivities were a good time we went and watched halloween kills at your the, pumpkin at the reminds cinema. me of your pumpkin reminds me of shy guy i'm okay with that i like shy guy shy guy's great uh but yeah we went and watched halloween kills which was pretty bang average but it's the the middle movie in a trilogy so i wasn't expecting too much because there's lots of just like the main character sitting in a hospital bed as other people do interesting things. But uh, there were some really good kills and that's kind of all you really go to, to see a horror movie for. So I enjoyed it well enough. Yeah, that's about everything for Off Topic for me. <clears throat> nice. Dylan, you got anything? You Halloween want? Kills was shit. Go watch Malignant instead because that's a wild ride and I love that. Okay. Right, fair shout. Nice. Fair <laughs> enough. Nice. Uh, all I've got for you is I finished Catler and it was a bit avo. So, there you go. I'm starting to wonder if it's not the shows that have the issue, but maybe it's you. Because you always, <laughs> you you come on and you're like, so I started this show really good. I'm really liking it. Next week, you're like, I'm still enjoying it. And then the third week, you're like, it's fucking shit. No so, one watch so it. It's what, the what, worst thing ever. What platform that did is... you watch it on? Uh, ne- no. No, I'm not going to answer that because I know where you're going with this question. Because I'm noticing the bigger the subtitles, the less enjoyment he gets. Look, I and the fact that he said net tells me it's Netflix, so it's and big old subtitles. That was just a bit, just a bit, bit average. Like the show was just not that good. Um, 
So, you tell yeah. me I'm wrong though that your enjoyment of shows just dwindles drastically towards the end. Mm. It's a common theme with you, man. I'm telling you. I That's, reckon when he mentions a show on the podcast, he then has a prerequisite that he has to get sick of it by the end. He's <laughs> <laughs> ah oh, fuck. I've done it now. But I've watched like several like recently that have been good all the way through, and some just start off okay, and then they just don't. There's like a twist or. Did you like the end of Squid Game? I can't remember. Nah, we had a good rant about how we didn't yeah, like the end of Squid okay, Game, yeah, yeah. and I'll back him on that one. I'll, I but will. The, but but the show was good. Like, and I'm glad I watched it. Like, like I would recommend that show. Just yep. the last the last half an hour, probably not. Uh, fair shout. All right. Mate. Anyway, let's uh, let's let's wrap it up. If you want to go check out any of the content that you've heard about tonight, you can go to www.well. No, what? Yes. Well, let me go again. www.well-played.com.au. You can go check out Dylan uh, and Ashley and the rest of the Explosion Network team over at explosionnetwork.com. Um, Dylan, thank you for joining us. It's been amazing. Good to be here. Always, uh, it's always fun to podcast with people that I don't podcast ten times a week with. So, so with my whole like, what are you doing in twenty five minutes? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> come on the podcast. All right. <laughs> yeah, right. Good times. So yeah, thank you for coming on. Much, uh, much appreciated. Lovely to to have you uh, and the rest of you. I will speak to you sometime soon. Everybody else, have a great weekend. Enjoy. Whatever is out this Friday, I think we've maybe we've talked about it, but I can't remember. Go play Forza, unpacking. Forza Horizon, Horizon Five. Is that this Friday? Forza Horizon Five. That's it. The you can read the review on uh, on so Thursday how, night. Oh, so how, does that work? how does the premium version come out, but the base game's not? How does you, so if you, you can't go into a store and you get four days early access? Oh right, sorry. Yes, okay, sorry. You, if you pre-ordered it, right? Okay, cool, nice. I'll enjoy and take care, and we'll see you next time. Ciao. See you, see you later.